who keep track of uh, of uh, radio stations' ratings and things. I think it's www.jimramsen, R-A-M-S-E-N, I think it's dot com. And he has a new book called Radio Ratings, I think it's called, by McFarland. And what's his first name, please? Jim. Uh, you're going to have to help me with it. R-A-M-S-O-N? I, I think, I think it's R-A-M-S-E-N. Ramson. Ramson. Right. Maybe I'm wrong on that last name. But maybe just type in what he does on his website. He keeps track of the top rated shows. So you put the top rated Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Uh, um, I've got Radio Jim Ramson, and nothing comes up, so maybe okay. maybe I'll, I can find something uh-huh. later. 714-545-2071. Larry Gaffman uh, might be not able Jim to... Ramsey. No. Chicago Weather homepage. Pretty active. Million listeners participating. Twitter. Maybe... Nope. She, yeah, maybe you want to type in uh, uh, the radio top ratings shows and put McFarland in, and that might McFarland oh, book. Okay. Seven one four five four five two zero seven one. Hope everybody's staying nice and warm. Both will be snowing throughout the country tonight, uh, and if you watch the football game. In New York, in New York today, the football game just had snow fall on it all game long. The players wanted to play in the snow. They should have changed the name of the bowl game to the Snow Bowl. Seven one four five four five two zero seven one. And let's see, tonight is December the 29th, year 2012. We'll be moving into a new year. We hope everybody have good health for 2.13. And if you can stay out of trouble, that's a bonus. I'm uh, having an awful time here. I'll wait until later. Okay. I might have to Yeah, look. if you can stay awake, that's a bonus. Anybody who stays with us until the very end, I think we should give them special recognition somewhere. <laughs> oh, that's true. Everybody went to sleep. Nobody. Everybody went to sleep. Okay, so we have to go through our nominations because we must have voting by the end of, um, what, next week? Next Saturday? I would say we want to turn them in pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. So we've got nominations for shows mm-hmm. that we would like to suggest Bill consider for his Monday through Friday 10 to 10.30 slot. He wants the same program on each night of the week for those five nights and run a show from each of those programs every Monday. If it's Gunsmoke, we'll have a a Gunsmoke show every Monday. If it's Henry Aldrich on Wednesday, we'll have a Henry Aldrich show at the same time every single week. So people know when they go to the website at that particular time slot, they know that they can come back and listen to their favorite show and it will be there every single week for them. So we have a whole bundle of nominations 
and we need some votes on these. We need a short list to turn into bill. No, to turn in to bill. We're not going to turn it into bill. No. We're going to turn the list in. Basically, actually, the the you know, actually, the family will decide, or Patricia Wall, then I will go recruit the shows to be heard. So poor Bill, he just got to play them. He's got to play them, yeah. right. So we have got, as nominations, Suspense, Radio City Playhouse, Fibber McGee, Philip Marlowe, Ozzie and Harriet, Inner Sanctum, Gunsmoke, which is ahead in the pack, Edgar Bergen, Red Skelton, Six Shooter, Vic and Sage Life, with Luigi, Family Theater, um, Mercury Theater, Awful Shows, Amos and Andy, and Walden Likes, The Aldrich Family. So, we need some votes. Who, nope, nope, which show would you like to see on a weekly basis on the same night? You get a vote. Um, should we let people vote for more than one? Uh-huh. I think we should. I think we should. I think we're getting close. So maybe if people want to go ahead and choose your top five. Patricia? That would be great. Let's just do top that. Top five would the be The top wonderful. five. That way we can determine the list. So, Patricia, you get to make out yours. And check it twice? Mm-hmm. Huh. How about that? Oh, you want me to pick I want right you. Now? I want, well, or, or, or by next Saturday. Oh, I can do by next Saturday uh -huh. for sure. Yeah. And... I'm with you. I, I, I like the Aldrich mm -hmm. family, so I'm going to cast at least one vote for that. Okay. No, I'm, I'm going to cast one vote, and you at least know one of my five. Right. Which so one? Well, you picked the Aldrich family. Aldrich family. I, I, I'm going to throw in Family and Molly into the poll here, too. Okay. Ralph suggested that one. Yeah. All right. So, uh, this will be fun. So it should be fun. It'll be fun. I'll, I'll go back when we're playing a show later and go over the list, and I'll tell you which five I would adore, as they say in New York. Oh. I would adore. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so lovable. Uh. So lovable. Okay. Well, I've got some, some little bit of stuff. Are we able to play the Christmas tree and the best decorations tonight? I can do that. I have the white. I have the Christmas tree decorating white uh, queued up, but I can, go, I can go pick out anything you want. Well, and painting the Christmas tree is the first one that I would love to, to uh -huh. listen to. And what would the so other one? You've got that one all, already queued up. Yep. And what would the other one you want me to go get? The best decorations that you love uh, that we were yeah. talking we about can, maybe we, for we, next. We can yeah. go do that one, too. All right. So painting the Christmas tree white would be a number one. Okay. I got a couple of birthdays. Okay. Just a couple. In 1937, on December 29th, because you're still in the 29th and mm -hmm. I'm over in the 30th, so I've got a couple for each one. Yep. 1937, Mary Tyler Moore was born. Mary Tyler Moore is from 70, the Mary Tyler Moore she, Show and the Dick Van Dyke Show. and She's 75 years old. My gosh, 1937. Wow. This is just... And I have to tell you, now, she's, she's how old? 75, Five. did you say? 75. 70, 75, yeah. yeah. Um, for 75, I think she looks pretty good. They had a picture of her on this site, and she was always a very slender woman, but she has no fat in her face at all, so she's got a lot of bones showing. Right. That woman has more teeth than an alligator. 
Walden, when she smiles, you see every one of her teeth. I swear, it's, it's, it has to be every single one of her teeth. But there is nobody who can have that many teeth in her mouth without well, having to, you know? Yeah, I was just thinking, think how much she's been in the public eye. I mean, I think we all know who Mary Tyler Moore is. Like, dude, I've been growing up a little kid. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. she's been, she been there. And, and she was married to the producer. Um, I guess it was the producer of her show. Todd, she, Todd, 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 Toddson, Todd, 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 Todd. Now, and I'm just, Omar, you know, Omar. and I'm just thinking out loud here. It seems like she's been in the public consciousness longer than Carol Burnett. It seems like Carol Burnett to me has sort of uh, drifted out of the public eye the last few years. Maybe I'm wrong, but just yes, no, you're 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 correct. Yeah, Mary Tyler Moore did a movie with um, the one who played Rhoda. Uh, who played Rhoda on the Mary Tyler Moore show? I don't remember. No, don't know. Valerie Harper. Valerie mm-hmm. Harper. She did a movie. The two of them got together for a movie, mm-hmm. and it was Mary Richards from the Mary Tyler Moore show and Rhoda Morgenstern, the two characters that they played together. And they brought them together for a movie that had as much spark as the bowl of oatmeal I ate. Mm. I mean, it was Bland. embarrassing. Uh-huh. And it, Valerie Harper looked pretty good. Mary Tyler Moore just looked like she had been rid hard and put away wet. Um, but there's a P.S. here. She is a juvenile diabetic. Yes. Yeah. And so has really done extremely well. She talked about, she constantly, you're hearing constant commercials about mm-hmm. her, talking yes. about her type 1 diabetes, the, yeah. Yeah, that's one of the ways that she has stayed in front of us, and we've, we see her more often than Carol Burnett, yeah. and so many of the others, because not only has she stayed in performances, but she puts herself out, she is a spokesperson for the Juvenile Diabetes Association. When did um, she... When did the Mary Tyler Moore show start? I'm thinking early seventies. Is that about right? Well, let's see. I guess Mary Tyler Moore show was with Dick Van Dyke, or was it? I think yeah. it was separate. Yeah, the Dick Van Dyke show. The Dick Van Dyke was, was in the sixties, I think. Right. And, and I'm thinking Mary Tyler Moore had two shows, right? Mary Richards. Um, oh, it says she was born in 1936 on this one. How about that? Maybe uh, she's older. Uh, primarily, no. Mary Tyler, uh, the Mary Tyler Moore Show was 1970 through 1977. Okay. And the Dick Van Dyke Show was 61 through 66. So she had a four-year... And then she was also part of the Richard Diamond TV show in the uh-huh. 50s. And then, um, what was the name of her show that was after Mary Tyler Moore? Wasn't there, didn't uh, you have another one right after that? Um, let me see here. Some number of films, Academy Award, Dick Van Dyke's Life. Um, well, let's see here. Uh, television, right? Yeah, she's she had a really serious problem with alcohol, mm. which will just destroy diabetics. Yeah, um, you know when when you add up all of this, and she's had problems with her eyes as well. Um, and, and alcohol I'm not, not going to complain about her no. teeth. Shame on me. And alcohol has sugar, so 
you know, even alcohol she, will just tear your your whole body apart. Yeah. Um, after a brief respite, completely. She, I know you're right that she had an additional. Was it? Was it? Uh, the one with um. Let me look up IMDb. Oh man, um, Pepper Young, uh, who played Pepper Young on the radio with part of her show. Uh, <laughs> and was an Ed Asner part of this or something like that? That was the Mary Tyler Moore show. Ed Asner was her boss at the news station. Right, and then then they switched it to another show after that with a different title. Well, let's see here. Oh, she was so cute. Mm -hmm. Look at that little face. See, she doesn't look like she has as many teeth in that smile. She grown teeth? Is that what you're saying now, huh? I don't know. You know, maybe maybe they put in extra big caps or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's terrible to say, oh, somebody. I mean, I, I just, I appreciate really nice teeth in people because I think smile and eyes are the two things I know smile and eyes are the two things that I look at first and make sure that they match if somebody is smiling you can tell um, by the rest of their face whether or not it's a sincere smile okay let's see straight away Danny K show and we want Dick Van Dyke show um, Mary Tyler Moore there was something else after that I mean, they don't even have the Mary Tyler Moore show here. Oh, good grief. Good grief. Oh, Phyllis, that's it. Is that what you're looking for? Somebody will help Phyllis us. Phyllis with Floris Leachman? Uh, I think it was something else. And Rhoda. Rhoda. Rhoda, you're that's on the air. Oh, just calling and tell you it was Rhoda. I knew it was something else. Oh, okay. And she was, she was on Phyllis as well. Yeah, Rhoda. Rhoda. Uh, I, I, there's some other title running in my head. Well, pop it out! I know. <laughs> I know, that's so frustrating when you have it right there and you can't get it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's Rhoda that you're, you're thinking of because she played the same character, Mary Richards, in Rhoda. They just flipped. Well, was Ed, uh, was Ed Anton both? He would have been because Mary would have been working at the and then radio. And then who with the um? Well, and now this is really interesting. Rhoda, they the had Rhoda from seventy-four to seventy-seven, and Mary Tyler Moore from seventy to seventy-seven. And I, I'm not, I don't recall that they overlapped like no, that. No, there was something. There was something like from seventy-seven to eighty-one or eighty-two or something. Well, not here. No, I, I'm confident it's Rhoda and. Phyllis that you're thinking of, but Phyllis was, yeah, Phyllis was 75 to 76, Rhoda 74 to 77, and Mary Tyler Moore 70 to 77. I don't recall that those three shows were being produced at the same time. But Mary Tyler Moore show lasted anyway. seven years? <clears throat> I beg your pardon? You're saying that Mary Tyler Moore, the sh that show lasted from 70 to 77? Yes. Wow, I don't remember them overlapping like that either. Yeah. That, that's right. interesting. Well, <sighs> anyhow, Who those, is those are the ones. I think Rhoda is the only one that um, that it could be, Walden. Well, some other tile rolling my head. I don't know why. Um, now, could it be that 
after that there were like uh, um, you know specialty shows like uh, are, are you thinking, uh, perhaps, of Marlo Thomas the, uh, with that girl? Nope. No, that girl was Marlo Thomas. Nope. Yeah, I know. That's what I was asking Walden. Nope. I, there's, Not that well, one. There's a, big, there's a big name comedy show from the late 70s that Mary Tyler Moore did. Bigger well, than Rhoda. According to IMDb. What a wrong. It's like two she rolls. What can I say? Um... Sweet uh, chocolate. Yeah. Uh, there's, oh, wait a There's a, a TV series named Mary that apparently ran for 1978. I don't know how maybe many. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. How many shows? I think that's what I'm thinking of. And didn't, didn't she, at that time, didn't Mary live in Minnesota? Mm-hmm. No, I see the remember. I can't remember. the radio station was. I can't remember it being based in Minnesota. Yes, yeah. yes. Now that you mention Mary, yes. That, that rings a bell. That's what I think it is. Yeah, that doesn't mean it's true, but it really no. does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, one season. It only ran for one season. Um, okay. Tried to venture into Who was oh, it? It was, um, she tried to venture into comedy variety. This was one of the attempts. Okay. It follows the same formula used in shows like Carol Burnett. There were comedy sketches. It would be nice if the person could spell comedy. There are comedy sketches and musical numbers. I don't remember this show. So um, they were behind-the-scenes sketches, so it, it was built to parallel Carol Burnett, and it bombed. Who is in so. Do we have a cast that's in the Maritime Moore show? Yes. Can Hold you on. read it down? I certainly will. Um, well, Edwin, thank you for calling with the, uh, with the Rhoda information. Wonderful. Take care. Okay. All right. So we want <sighs> Pepper Young, the Smuckers. <laughs> Smuckers. Who played Pepper Young? Pepper Young in radio, and he was the Smuckers smoke person. Mmm, it must be good. Um. Oh my goodness! So many of them crossed over into commercials. That's amazing. All right, let's see here. The Mary Tyler Moore Show. Okay, we've got Mary Tyler Moore, Gavin McLeod, he played Murray, Ed Asner, who was Lou Grant, the... Lou Grant, uh, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking at the Lou Grant Show. Oh, of course. That's what I was thinking of. It's the Lou Grant Show. Well, let me see. Hello there, Carlos. Mary had oh, in there. I am. That's what kicked in. Mary Tyler Moore was not in the Lou She was not? So it's Ed Adder and both, right? Ed Adder did both. Okay. Okay. And, and as far as uh, Phyllis and uh, the other one go, yeah, they, ran, they were all spinoffs. Oh, uh, Lou was an editor. That's right. He was a newspaper editor. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. So, okay, now, who was... Who I'm thinking of... For out of the uh, Smucker's boat person, who was in the, it was in that, in, in, must be Lou Grant. I reading the cast to you yet. Yeah, okay. So, Go let's ahead. see, um, Ted Knight, he was the, the dopey Ted Baxter. Yeah. Valerie Harper was Rhoda. Yeah. Hold on. We got more coming. 
I had a pretty good show after, too. Lou Grant, that's what I was thinking. I knew there was a crossover that was ringing a bell in my head. Yeah. Um. But Mary Tyler Moore would, would do guest shots in Phyllis and Rhoda. Okay. But she never... <coughs> she never did Lou Grant. Yeah, the series cast. Now this is, this, oh, I'm reading you the cast of Mary Tyler Moore. Uh -huh. um, George, Georgia Engel, uh -huh. Betty White, Cloris Leachman, John Amos, Betty Joyce. Wh Betty White was in that? That's me. Okay, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She had a, a major role in that. Uh -huh. um, Joyce Bullifant, Lisa Gerritson, Richard Shale, Priscilla Morrill. Or Morrill, I'm not sure of which. Mm -hmm. John Gabriel, Larry Wilde, Nancy Walker, um, Patrick Campbell, Ellen Heckert, Penny Marshall, Michael Tolan. I didn't know Penny was in there. Michael Tolan, Dick Balduzzi, mm -hmm. Bill Quinn, Beverly Sanders, Henry Corden, Robbie Rist. Uh, we're down into, you know, okay. Okay. Two episodes, maybe two three episodes. Go, to, go to Lou Grant. <laughs> Look up that one. That's what I'm trying to think of. That's true. I guess that's who I'm trying to think. My brain trying to wrap. There was a young girl. Right. Young girl Lou Grant. We have, hold on, we've got Ed Asner, Robert Walden, Mason Adams. That's it. Mason Adams with, with Pepper he Young. He was a girl. Pepper. He was Pepper, Pepper Young. Pepper Young. And then I knew Mason Adams. I was thinking about a girl. You told me it was a girl, Walden. You lied to me. Um, I didn't lie. I didn't lie. Yes, Mason that's it. Adams. and I don't see Mary Tyler Moore on this list. I mean, that's what I was right. I mean, I guess it was a, now. Were there any crossover? No, it was what? a totally different show. Okay, not in Blue Grant. No similarity. It wasn't even a comedy; it was a drama. Okay. The only similarity was that Lou Grant headed up a newspaper. Well, and that wasn't even similar because he had the radio station in Minneapolis. So did it start right after Mary Tyler Moore was done? What they like? Let's see. Remember Mary Tyler Moore was finished in '77, and this one started in '77. Yeah. Okay. That's. Like, I guess because it ended yeah, after. I guess that's why my mind blurred together. It was a really yeah. good show. It ran for three or four years, isn't it? I, it, I've only got one season listed here. Hold on. There had I to be more. Oh, wait a minute. Here, here we go. '77. <laughs> if I hadn't changed pages, I would even know. Uh. In 77 through 82. Yeah, I've been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So it did have a good run. It was a good show. It was a real good show. Sounds like it. Um, as opposed to the other spinoffs. The other spinoffs were yeah. horrible. Well, both of them, the Dick Van Dyke show and the Mary Tyler Moore show, are are a part of the rerun package in Me TV. Yeah. You know that that station, and I discovered it maybe a couple of months ago, and they've got a whole bunch of nifty old stuff. They even have Star Trek, for goodness sakes, and they do have the Dick Van Dyke Show and the Mary Tyler Moore Show. Yeah. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah very like cool. That show. It was a good show. Gavin, well, can I close? Can yeah, I you close can close close the, windows you, now? you can quote that. I've been thinking Gavin McCloud is best known for being in the Love Boat. That's right. He was the captain. Yeah. I was never... No, I won't say it. I'll let you go. I just wanted to uh, see sure. if that was what you were thinking of. Thank you, Fred. Thanks, Fred. Hey, guys. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Fred? Yeah? Remember for Monday uh, or next Saturday to put together five 
nominations, and I'll go through the list of nominated shows. You tell me which five you would like to see on right the now. show regularly. I'll tell you right now. Okay. Gunsmoke? All right. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, well, the Gunsmoke, you you were the one who nominated yeah. that. So, Gunsmoke. Okay. Uh, six Shooter? Okay. Hold on. I, I'm, I have to go through the list here. Okay. Did you have Lux Radio Theater on there? I have... I have a lot. No, Lux is not here. I've got Radio City Playhouse. Okay. Um, Family Theater. Mercury Theater. Mercury Theater. Mm-hmm. Mercury okay. Theater for Fred. Okay, uh, two you, more. You got, be okay. That's four. What you get one you more. What else has been nominated? Uh, suspense, Radio City Playhouse, Philip Marlowe, Ozzy and Harriet, Inner Sanctum, Edgar Bergen, Red Skelton, Vic and Sade, Life with Luigi, Family Theater, awful shows. Life, hmm? Life for Luigi. Life with Luigi, Family Theater, oh, awful shows, Amos and Andy, and the Aldrich Family. Life with Luigi. Life with Luigi. Isn't that interesting? Okay, you got it. Okay. All right, friend. Okay, thank you. Have a good night, guys. Bye. 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 I think what I remember mostly about about at the opening. I don't remember the body of the show. As a kid. Same thing with uh, Amer- uh, Love American Style. Those are out of the same era, aren't they? Yeah, I, I just remember because I was such a little kid and I would just watch the opening and. Uh, you know, a lot of Americans thought we have the song, they open the door, and that's all I remember of it as a kid. It's interesting that you remember the songs. Mm-hmm. goes along with what we talk about with the jingles. Oh, yeah. Everybody remembers the jingles. I, I really think t- TV shows of the 60s and 70s had really good opening songs. They did. They had very strong theme songs. They really did. Hello there, you're on air. Now, I'll tell you, if there was ever a show that needed the theme song, it's this one. It does. You have, you have oh, one in mind? Oh, you're right. What do you suggest? Oh, gosh. I hadn't even thought of it until you mentioned it here. We're going to have to work on one. Yeah, we'll have to work on one. Let's put our... We need a theme song. That's a great idea, Dan. How are you? This is Dan from Indiana. Yes, Dan from Snowing, Indiana. Maybe back home. Uh, maybe oh, you're getting it, aren't you? How about maybe back home in Indiana? You can have. Back you can, home in Indiana. Back home in Indiana. We, work. We, we, get Jim neighbors. No, I was thinking Dan. Dan from Indiana can sing back home in Indiana. No. You oh, okay. You want people to come to the show? <laughs> away from the show. Oh dear. Well, you might have a point, right, Patricia? I don't, you mean, um, about theme show? A no, theme song? no, he, he, Dan doesn't think he should sing our theme song. Uh, I don't think we should, that's for sure. <laughs> I'm sure I've never heard Dan sing, sing a, so, sing Dan, if you could sing you. just a little bit of Frosty the Snowman, that would be good. I'm listening. We have, we have 25 degrees and about <laughs> three inches of snow here. It gets you are so deft. That was a very different direction. In Bloomington, Indiana, home of Indiana University, they have 21 inches of snow. No, really? Oh, my goodness. And how far? This is your university, is it not? Do what now? Indiana University is yours? Uh, 
No, no, no. I'm at Bellarmine, Indiana. I went to Indiana University up in Bloomington. Okay. It's, it's about 90 miles from here. It's, okay. Uh, you know, but that's where that's where the heavy snow uh, fell. And what do you have by comparison? I have between four and five inches of snow out here. That is a big difference. You just got squeaked by again, didn't you? We we certainly did. We certainly did. But uh, there's more on the way. There's more snow coming New Year's Eve, tomorrow night, and then maybe more again Thursday. This is shaping up to be like um, the winter of 77, 78, when we had, like, snow on the ground from Christmas till past uh, Valentine's Day. Do you have a law that you have to shovel the snow after so many hours, Dan, or can you just wait, to, can you just ride it out for a while? A law? Uh-huh. Oh, that, that would be, like, for downtowns. That'd be downtown? Most, yeah, most downtowns and shopkeepers and sidewalks and stuff like that have to clear their snow. Got it. Within a certain amount of time because it's a safety problem. They I claim. don't know of any formal law or anything like that. I uh-huh. mean, uh, they, they like you to shovel, but I think it's strictly a voluntary basis. That's good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, uh, you know, we're... Uh, we're getting it here now, and it's getting cold tonight. It's supposed to be going down into the teens. And it was 25 just a, about an hour ago when the last time I checked. So you have enough. Go- with, you have enough goodies. Yeah, you have enough goodies at home. You don't have to go out. Oh yeah, I, I actually went to the store and you know just got a few extra things. Well, you know, this time last night we didn't know how much snow we were going to get, and oh gosh, it, everything it looked like it had been just. Uh, sprayed with snow this morning, you know, the trees were covered in snow, the power lines, and, you know, just everything was just coated in snow. It melted a bit today. I think it got up to about 34 degrees. Of course, tonight it's refreezing, and that's where you mm. have your ice. So, yeah, when it, like when the missing, temperature goes down a little missing, bit, or up a little bit, forgive me, and you've got snow on the power lines, it comes down in plops. It just plop in in chunks, maybe six, eight, ten inches long. It'll just tumble off the power lines. I know Walden never experienced that. Huh? But it just comes down and goes plunk. Snow? What that? No, I know. I told you, you've you've been deprived, Walden. Snow? You have been deprived. We need to roll him in a snowbank, Dan. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I opened the door this morning. I looked out. And I, it was kind of like, wow, it snowed because everything was coated in snow. You know, it uh, it was it rained just a little bit, and then you know the snow fell overnight, and then it just you know everything that was wet, you know, caught the snow and and uh, but gosh, well, it I mean, was nice you know, that they, it happened on a Saturday when you didn't have to go to work and you could appreciate that. It must have been so pretty. Oh, it was. It was for fact. Um, you know, some of the neighbor kids got out their sleds and they were going up and down the hill out here on the side of my house. Yeah. So, yeah, they were having a big time. Is it packing snow? You can make a snowman. It's not bad, you know. It, it um, you know, it, it's kind of fluffy snow. It just like you said, it, you know, anything that was wet, kind of. You know, caught the snow and it kind of froze to whatever it was, whatever was wet to whatever surface was wet. And then 
Yeah. It kind of melted away. Mm-hmm. But like I said, you know, about every every two days seems like we're scheduled for snow, and it's going to be in <clears throat> it's going to be in the 30s through I think every day this next week. Highs in the 30s, and then lows in the teens and 20s. So you have a chance to get some of it melted off before the next round. Hopefully, but you know it. It stays, you know. The ground is getting colder now, you know. There. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, this, this morning when I woke up, my car had about four inches of snow, and you know, there you could tell that it kind of melted on the ground. There wasn't as much on the ground because, you know, the the car surface was metal, and you know, the snow really didn't melt. You know what? Uh-huh. After it fell, so. But uh, I would. I would not have been surprised to have seen, you know, twice as much snow as what we got here. Of course, we got more up north of here. I think they got more everywhere around you. Yeah, we, we just sitting right here like a like a um, a little cuddle bear in the middle of all of this, going, "Woohoo! We didn't get that. Woohoo! We didn't get that one either." Yeah, that were uh, down in Kentucky. They uh, got even less snow than we did until you got over, like, into the hills of Kentucky, and then they uh, got more snow over there, I think, more due to the uh, elevation than anything. So, but my goodness, I can't believe, you know, poor Walden, he doesn't know what snow is. I know. He's, I, he is so deprived. Mm-hmm. I'm serious, Dan. When we come visit you, we need to come in the wintertime, and we'll just roll him in a snowbank and leave him there. <laughs> well, you know, he's such a connoisseur of food, he'll have to come back and experience what snow cream is. Ah, there you go. How do you know I'll be... How do you guys know I was eating something at the moment? Because you always are. We, we can just set them in a snowbank with a bowl and a soup, <laughs> sugar and vanilla and milk and just let him. He can eat the snow away. Hey, I have a snow removal plan here. Just give him a spoon. Walden is the snow plow. Oh, dear. This is good. Sure, we'll roll them in a snowbank and say, okay, Walden, find us. Have at it. Yeah. Do you like snow? Does Wal- does Walden like snow cones? Uh huh. Hey. Built in. We- Just give him a <laughs> bottle of syrup and let him go. I want to tell you guys. To, I want to tell you back to the right place by scent. We, you can pour raspberry on one side and lemon on the other side and cherry up in the corner. You could just. Why were you in the winter? Go have breakfast out here. When we needed you. <laughs> we we uh, wrap them up in a muffler and say, "Okay, Walton, you can go out and have your breakfast now." I want to tell you guys a story about the uh, winter of '73. What okay. are you eating? I'm eating your car. I'm eating your caramel. Aha! Uh-huh. Not one of the Tootsie Rolls, but a caramel. I'm okay, out. I'm out of Tootsie Rolls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Tootsie Rolls. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, heaven help us! Well, we made all the Tootsie Rolls. Okay. Not only do we have to roll them in a snowbank, we're going to have to roll them off the plane. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm my mother. 1973. My mother. My mother. I was seven, seven years old. My brother was two years younger, five. And my mom thought it would be 
a great time to have the weekend for her two little boys in the snow. So, we went to Big Bear. Big Bear, about two hours away, is where people, you know, ski in California locally. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, and remember, my mom and dad are from Nebraska. They're from snow country, okay? Get, keep this in mind. Yeah. Okay. So, here we leave the nice, warm sand, the, the beach area of Costa Mesa, California, in the morning, and we drive up into the hills, and there we are in snow. And mom... Let us play, she gets these little toboggan, you know, little thing to slide in. And then it was just cold and damp and wet. And then my mom thought it'd be good to get a cabin, but they were all sold out. My m- poor mother was so cold and so wet, we went back home. So that was my first experience in the snow country, to spend, to spend time playing in the snow for two hours. And go back into the nice warm country because my poor mother was cold, even though she was from cold country. So, so I just want to let people know that that the best way to enjoy snow is to leave when it's nice and warm, get up there for a couple hours, and come back home, and you, you can wrap, wrap up the day in nice and warm. Sunny can California. I call me a wimp? <laughs> You go frolic in the snow, get your mittens wet, and then go home. Yes. This is, uh, I don't know, Dan, he is deprived. He is. We need to uh, stick him I'll on a snowplow. Now, you, you, you can't appreciate what it's like to have a nice, you know, fire going in a stove on it's, a cold it, winter. It's, it's kind romantic to me, Dan. I mean, I thought it would always be great to go to New York City and enjoy the, uh, you know, shopping in the, in the city and having the snow come down. Oh, I thought it would be very romantic. Or going to a log cabin and have a nice warm fire. But I, I never I never appreciate any of that comfort of home. Of <laughs> <laughs> I need to roll them down Broadway, too. <laughs> we'll leave you on 42nd Street mm-hmm, and Times Square. We'll leave you in front of the Times Building. You don't want all that With snow a sign in the around you neck. It's dirty. Found, you want to look out here to. in the pristine country where you can just... <laughs> where would you like to be returned to, Walden? Well, now, I mean, you know... I mean, I imagine it's nice and comfortable sitting in your in your house at 80 degrees and looking outside the snow... And you don't have to go out for three days and you just sip your hot chocolate. I think it probably sound really nice. Have have the fireplace going. It is. So why why is anybody complaining about the snow? They don't have to go back outside. I don't understand. Most people have to do things like go to work and get <laughs> fresh food. And not everyone. The liberty of saying, I'm here, where's my hot chocolate, have a good day. I don't know, Dan, I think we're in trouble. Mm -hmm. We'll be there in the the wintertime, for sure. Mm -hmm. Come on, because you've got plenty, you're missing a lot of winter right here. Wait a minute, you tell me our Patricia 
is willing, no. to, willing to make no, the sacrifice to go to the cone con just, just to make sure Wong can experience the day of snow? Well, let me rephrase this. Yes. I'll put him on the plane. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to give him one of those Bon Voyages. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. When people say, oh, isn't this great? We're going to go parachute jumping. Or we're going to have a really great time out on the water. We'll be back in a day. Why don't you come with us? And I repeatedly tell people I am so good at organizing parties, I'll have the welcome home event. <laughs> That's my responsibility. I am not leaving land. Uh-uh. No way, no how. And yet you're surrounded by water on three sides. That's true. And a little in the backyard, too. <laughs> but I don't go on it. I wave to the ducks. I talk to them on my way out. And you but wait for it to come to you. I'm having trouble hearing Dan a little bit. Um, say that again, Dan. And, and you wait for it to come to you. Form what? a hurricane. Water? Uh, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> I I can I can survive without that, but yeah, yeah. But you know, even the storms when they're not bad storms, mm -hmm. they're they're really kind of exciting too. Yeah. I love thunderstorms. I love thunderstorms, and the bigger the better. There's only one time in my whole little life that I really got shaken up in a thunderstorm, and I was out at the beach, and the lightning was coming down two and three at a time. And um, it hit the little cottage that I was in. And honest to goodness, with, with the way, and it was all windows. I mean, there was no place to hide. It was just a, an open little cottage. And even the bathroom had a window, of course. And I just hunkered down under a counter and stayed there until the storm passed. And that's the only time that I really felt rattled in a thunderstorm. But it was because the lightning was hitting all over the place, including the building. But other than that, oh, boy, I just can't wait for the storms to roll in. Would you believe Friday morning between, like, 3.30 and 5 o'clock, I heard three thunder uh, claps? I believe it. I, you know, it's thunder, thunder and snow, when they come together, it usually means somebody's getting really clobbered with snow. Yeah. Did you get the uh, clip I sent you showing I the did. bullet? Yeah. I, I did. However, I'm not a member of Facebook, so, uh, okay. you know, yeah, it, it went up to Facebook. But I've been in thunder, winter thunderstorms. Mm -hmm. That's terrific stuff. Yeah, yeah. Great right. stuff. I, uh, I might try to find that and send it to you. It, it, it was just shocking how, you know, all of a sudden, you know, it's snowing. All of a sudden you see this bright light and you kind of hear a muffled thunderclap and uh -huh. you know, in the middle of the snowstorm. That's why they were getting so much snow up to the north of here. Yep. It was thunder snow. It was thunder snow, yeah. And it, mm -hmm. it really does look peculiar because it's something that comes with another type of storm, not snow. But I have been in thunder, what do we call them? Thun, thunder snow? snow? Is that what you called it? Uh, well, it depends on how, it depends on the intensity, you know, I've, we've called them thunder snow showers, and we've called them thunder storms, thunder snowstorms. Uh-huh. 
know, that usually is part, that can be part of a blizzard. And the times I saw it, maybe three times maximum, they were indeed part of a blizzard. Boy, it came down. Wow. It was really, it was almost as exciting as a thunderstorm, except you don't have to shovel thunderstorms off your driveway. True. Now, were you in New Jersey at the time when? New York. When that happened? New York? New York, huh? yeah, yeah, up in, in the uh, mountain areas. Now, it, it's, it's deceiving for people who haven't been to New York. When you say New York, you think New York City, and everything up there is city, but it's not. You just hop out about, oh, 25 miles, and you start into the mountains, well, which is really pretty yeah. cool. I mean, I was up near West Point, and that is in the mountainous area, and it's beautiful up there. Well, it's part of the Appalachian Mountains, really. Uh-huh. We're up, uh, it, the Appalachians uh, blend into the Ramapo Mountains, and we were close to the Ramapo Mountains. But you're right, Appalachian Mountains are very close. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, were you close? Uh, where are the Catskills? The Catskills are farther north in New York. Okay. Far, they're they're north of West Point. And all, another uh, another beautiful mountain area. That's where the um, what they what they call the Catskill Circuit, or the Borscht Belt. They called it in the old entertainment times. People paid their dues on the summer circuit up there, and then went into I'll, I'll say regular entertainment. People like um, Alan well, King, even well, Danny Kaye, Nelson. Danny Kaye, Danny Jimmy Kay. Nelson, yeah. um, Sam Levinson, all of those guys were up there. Henny Youngman? Henny Youngman probably was. Jerry Lewis was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just didn't go anywhere unless you had done the Catskill Circuit. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's where they paid their dues. And it, it was a, an interesting audience. It was the summer vacation audience. Everybody, virtually everyone, came out of the city up to the Catskills and rented in the resorts up there, and they were resort performances. They really paid their dues up there. Mm -hmm. So was that just a very short-lived, I mean, time of year? Was that like from May through August when that was popular? Yes, and, and probably 